Okay, I am sorry. I'm having some technical difficulties. The intro did not play for whatever reason. <laughs> so that's all right. We're going to get started anyway. And uh, I am Dr. Matthew Young, and this is the Doc Young Chronicles. I am your host. And here with us today, we have Vietnam veteran Chuck Richardson. It's such a pleasure to have you here this, this morning, sir. And uh, I, in fact, I've already had people this morning saying, I'm trying to find the, the link. How do I watch? And I said, oh, I hadn't started yet. So we've already got people uh, on there. And uh, uh, in fact, one of your family members commented this uh, morning. So he's proud of you and looking forward to it. So, but, uh, so uh, Mr. Richardson, uh, are you, where are you from? Are you from this area? Yeah, I'm from Johnson City. Okay. And how's your family? Did they were they born and raised here too, or did they move here from somewhere else? Or uh, my mom and my mom was uh, born in, in North Carolina, and they moved here. Uh -huh. uh, my father's side of the family, they were born and raised uh, up in the Stony Creek Blue Springs area. Okay. Now, what part of um, North Carolina were they from? Oh, Lordy. Trying to remember, it's up there around that ski resort. Well, that ski resort, Beach Mountain. Beach area. Mountain. Okay, yeah, Beach all right. Mountain area up there. Okay, I uh, uh, where's my ass? I got a lot of family from uh, Bakersville and uh, Burnsville and that area over there. That's why I was asking and seeing. So that's what uh, they uh, Beach Mountains in the Watauga County part of North Carolina. Oh, Atlanta, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, good deal. So um, uh, now, where'd you go to high school at? Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Well. Ah, yes, a lot of good folks went there, but uh, I think I even dated a girl from Happy Valley one time. <laughs> so <laughs> I married a woman from Elizabeth, and so. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, so um, when you uh, when you were eighteen, now did you did you go into the military at eighteen? No. Or did you say, okay, when did I, you go in the military? I got out of high school and I worked for a few years, and I didn't go in the military until nineteen sixty eight. Okay. I enlisted. Oh, so you did enlist, so you yeah. went drafted? No, I okay. enlisted in the United States Marine Corps. Okay, all right. What what made you decide to do that? Is it because of the war? Did you have family members that served as well, and you wanted to follow in their steps? What made you decide to well, want to take my that? Well, yeah. my dad was in World War II. Okay. And uh, I had uh, some cousins that served during the Korean conflict. Okay. And I uh, had some uncles that all served in the military. Uh, certain different different times, and uh, I figured jobs was not that much going on around here at that yeah, time, okay. and I figured, well, I'm going to end up getting drafted sooner or later, so I just yeah. went ahead and enlisted. Just went ahead and done it. Now, um, did you have any college before you went in? No. Okay. The reason why I ask is sometimes <laughs> if you have some school, sometimes you're going to a higher rank, and I just didn't know if maybe you that's what your goal well, was. Well, you were... ROTC in college or oh, something like that gotcha. or in high school but okay. I don't even think they had ROTC back in high school in oh, the 60s so. yeah I don't know yeah. but uh, if you were college ROTC you come in as a second lieutenant so okay but, now I've, well, I understand a lot of lieutenants didn't make it very long <laughs> well <laughs> there's, there's a story behind that yeah. you had Good lieutenants and yeah. you had bad lieutenants, yeah. just like in any other life, you know, any other job. Yeah. No matter where you work, you've got some bosses that are good and you've yeah. got some that. Yeah. Give me, just give me the, as the old saying goes, give me the opportunity. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> I'd, I'd heard some stories where towards the end of the war, you got some uh, 
college age lieutenant trying to bark orders and he'd say take us he'll sit down so you take it if you want it. Yeah. So. well i had i had a couple of lieutenants that were what we called uh metal hunters uh-huh they was looking for the metal oh they just did it for the glory they wanted yeah. the glory yeah and then I had, I had the best lieutenant I ever had yeah. while I was in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, he got there in uh, late August, early September of 68. Uh-huh. And he got all the guys together. And uh, that had been there for a while, including, well, most of us had been there. I'd been there yeah. for like seven or eight months already. Uh, yeah. And uh, he said, guys, he said, I don't know anything. Ah. Uh. He said, I'm here to learn. Wow. He said, if you see me do something wrong, said, yeah. you correct me. Wow. Well, that's and rare. That, yeah. You know, yeah, it, it was very rare, but yeah. he was looking at people that had been there that knew what was going on. Yeah. Instead of coming in there like, okay, yeah. I've read all these books. I know what I'm supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, thought they were patent. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're going to do, yeah. you know. But, you know, that's what got in a lot of people's opinions, yeah. that what, that's what got a lot of people Oh yeah, unnecessarily in some instances. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I, well, of course, I've read and seen things. In fact, I took a Vietnam history class at Northeast State uh, at one time. But um, I was told, well, from what I understand, there were several times that they, you the, in Vietnam they would take a certain hill, and they may have to take that same hill two or three times because they would just come back and advance, and take back over again. I went on the, I went on the same hill seven times. Really? Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Well, yeah. It it was a political war. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, we lost the war." Yeah. Well, we didn't lose the war. Sure. You can't lose a war when you win every major battle that was ever fought. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going. This I'm going to say it the way I feel. Yeah. The newspapers, the news. Yeah. And politicians lost that war. Oh, when yeah. you got people that come over and see one battle. Yeah. And didn't didn't see didn't stay long enough to see the total outcome of what that one battle took yeah. place, and state to the American people that, well, we have lost the war. Yeah. And that was during Tet Offense, nineteen sixty eight. Oh. Well, <clears throat> what they didn't go ahead and say yeah. later on that the VC, the Viet Cong, yeah. lost over 90% of their people. Wow. wow. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what few was left started infiltrating in with the, the NVA started infiltrating yeah. in. So yeah. that's when the North started sending their guys down to fight. Yeah. And so, but it was just uh as the old saying goes, if you want to know the truth about Vietnam, ask somebody who was there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the people back in the state started getting the, the wrong wrong impression of what the news was saying, yeah. this and that one thing, another one. Yeah. And one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen was allowing them to come out there on the front lines. Yeah. So, you know, because yeah. it was just, I mean, how would you feel if you were sitting at home and they was filming, they were showing it on the news, and all of a sudden you see your son get killed mm. on live TV. Yeah, and that is not believe it or not, that actually happened. Really? 
that's wow. okay. according to some stories that went around that yeah. that's how a woman did her son got killed oh, before, before she even got married. Oh, that'd be so, a nightmare. But yeah. you know. I know a lot of times so when it comes to the news, of course, they wanted the famous pictures of the, the gun to the Vietnamese that was shot to his head and the little girl that's supposed to be on fire that ran through was new running through yeah. and those are the kind of images they want to push out and, and I think, you know, try to give the wrong impression what you were doing there. So. Well, the Vietnamese officer that shot the Viet Cong, that, yeah. he shot, that was a Viet Cong, he yeah. shot. Uh-huh. Uh, the Vietnamese, they was not under the same conditions that we, we were under. Uh-huh. So if he wanted to blow the guy's brains out, then yeah. nobody, nobody's going to say anything to him. Yeah, but if one of our guys would have done it and they took a picture of it, that poor guy, if yeah. he was still alive, would be locked up somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, the things of war. Yeah. The closest America's ever seen to war in the modern day is yeah. when 9-11 happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Sure. And I pray to God every day that this yeah. this country never never sees an actual war. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know because we we'd never survive. Yeah. Well, it, um, now I know they were bad about tunneling, and I've read stories about where they would tunnel and come up. They'd even be underneath some of the bases there. Did you run into anything like that? We we ran into a few tunnels up north, but uh, nothing like they really had. No, uh, they was. Rumors of tunnels I didn't yeah. see, but I heard rumors about there was one tunnel they found that you could put a deuce and a half inside of it. Wow. And drive it. Wow, that's incredible. And uh, they actually found a tunnel that came up in under a uh, <clears throat> ammunition dump yeah. in the uh, name. Wow. You know, so. Yeah, that's amazing. They was. I tell you, if you've seen some of the tunnels yeah. and stuff and the bunkers that they dug, yeah, it was unbelievable. Wow! I mean, you wow. know, they say you could give them a a tablespoon and they could dig a dig a tunnel. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they. You kind of think sometimes when you think about the Vietnamese, you kind of think of more of a primitive kind of people, but they must have had some decent technology built to make those kind of tunnels. Well, think. they we run into a, a lot of bunker complexes up yeah. in the Aqua where I was at. Uh huh. And we run into regimental sized bunker complex. They had an yeah. underground hospital and everything. You know, wow, so. underground hospital. Yeah, that's and crazy. So, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. How did the Vietnamese, uh, as the people, did? Were they nice to you as you, when you were there? Were they pretty nasty <clears throat> towards you or any other servicemen there? Well, I never did really have that much contact with yeah. any of the Vietnamese people as okay. far as. Uh, yeah. We were up north, way up in the mountains, oh, right okay. up, up around the DMZ, and gotcha. we run across some mountain yards yeah. every once in a while, which yeah. were they didn't like anybody. Yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. like Americans, and they didn't they yeah. didn't like uh, the NBA. Or, oh, okay. They yeah. were uh, they were an outcast of sure. Vietnamese people. Oh, and uh, but uh, they wouldn't bother you if you didn't yeah. bother them. You yeah. Know, it's like, Okay, I'm in my backyard playing. If you won't come over here and play with me, that's fine. But yeah. don't come over here pushing me around. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. But uh, they were uh, the Vietnamese people were around the villages and stuff. To like like at Quang Tree, that we had a combat base on Quang Tree, and the villages outside of that, they they worked they worked with the 
you know, inside they worked in the mess halls, they yeah. done laundry and stuff like that. Yeah. They were they were decent people. They were just going through a hard time like any other people would, you know, during yeah. during the war. But yeah. you know, it was uh we had uh had convoy security. Yeah. And we used to take sea rations uh-huh. and throw them to the little kids. Oh. That, they'd line the street yeah. the roads begging for food and stuff. Yeah. We'd take sea rations and throw them to them. And oh. The joke was we used to take stuff that we really didn't like to eat. Yeah. And we'd give it to them. Oh, gosh, yeah. They'd pick it up and look at it and throw it back. Oh, the back, the yeah. They, yeah. They, they, yeah. They well, he wouldn't eat it either. So yeah. we, funny. They knew if we didn't want it, they yeah. didn't want it. But, oh, it's uh, funny. It was, uh, yeah. you know, they were the ones that I run into yeah. as far as being around when I was back in the rear for a couple of days. Yeah. They were they were nice and friendly and, and stuff like yeah. that, you know. And they were they just wanted to be themselves, I guess. Sure, sure. You know, so. yeah. Did you run into any like um, like children or anybody posing like they're coming to you for help or trying to talk to you and they'd be armed or be armed with a bomb uh, or something? No, you know? yeah. we never did. But yeah. uh, that was something that uh, the VC and the NBA really liked. Yeah. They, use little kids a lot which uh, yeah. I mean you know it was that was their way of yeah. doing things and they you yeah. know they figured you know a bunch of GIs sitting around yeah you know not thinking that a little four or five year old kid walking yeah. up to them with a basket yeah you know n- nothing about it and yeah. the little kid get right in the middle of them and boom the basket goes off so Gosh, yeah but that's just the way that uh, yeah they use little. They use kids. Yeah. They use women also. So. Wow. Now I, um, now, I'm, of course, I'm asking questions, and and if I say if I ask anything that's uncomfortable, you don't want to answer, just say I don't want to answer. That's fine. No big deal. I don't want to dig. You know, I know these may be some painful areas in your life, and, and if you know, so don't let me do anything that's going to make you uncomfortable. No, but uh, now I know obviously you've seen battles. You said you took the same hill seven times. Yeah. What. Um, what was that like? I mean, because you see movies that glorify, you know, a lot of the Vietnam, you know, you got the Rambo movies and stuff. And so what What well, was that like exactly? A lot of times it was like, uh, sometimes you might not even have to follow a shot. Oh, really? You would send up to take that hill and you'd yeah. get there and you'd find out there was nobody there. Wow. Yeah. And then other times they might be a little skirmish. Uh-huh. You know, they might have yeah. left a few there. Yeah. And sometimes... You might get a couple of guys wounded or something like yeah. that, but the major battles yeah. really was most of the time was when, uh, <clears throat> well, the biggest one I was in was on March the 3rd of 69. Uh-huh. We got hit, and we got hit hard. Wow. But they yeah. hit us like 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow, wow. And that was their, that was their time for me. Yeah. Uh, early morning because sure. they figured everybody's asleep and just waking yeah. up, you know, and yeah. groggy and stuff. So they used that to their advantage. But yeah. most of the time when you were in an area like that, yeah. <clears throat> at certain times of the night, you went on 100%. So yeah. everybody was awake. So, yeah. Gosh. But, you know, it was, it wasn't fun. It, yeah. And, yeah, you, you remember guys getting shot and stuff yeah. like that, but... You know, it just, our biggest thing was we didn't, we knew every time we went back up to that area yeah. that that hill was on, 
Yeah. Uh, it was Mother's Ridge. Uh-huh. Uh, we knew every time we went up in that area, we were going to we were going to run into trouble. Yeah. yeah. And because that was uh, we called it Charlie's Playground. Oh. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. And there was two areas up there. One was Foxtrot Ridge, and the other was uh, Mother's Ridge. That uh-huh. was kind of running. Yeah. Uh, east and west, or northeast and yeah. whatever, but. There was a valley in between them, so yeah. I've been on both both places. Yeah. But do you stay that where you stayed? Pri- but you're, during your stint in Vietnam, is that where you primarily stayed? Was just our, in that area. Our primary yeah. uh, work area was yeah. I call it a work area. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My job. Sure. We stayed. We stayed up uh, around the DMZ, Kason, mm-hmm. up in that area. Yeah, we was. Closest uh, I ever got to the DMC was like we was like maybe a thousand meters away from uh-huh. the DMC. So, yeah. but, you know, and been in the areas where we could watch them raise the NBA flag, uh-huh. the North Vietnamese flag, yeah. every morning over, in, over you know, yeah. we was up on the Laos border, so yeah. and stuff. But yeah. But uh, now, what was your job? Your specific job there, Vin? I was. Uh, Infantry. Infantry, okay. Glorified grunt. Glorified, okay. <laughs> I walked, I walked yeah. points the biggest time, I part, the largest time I was over. Oh, okay. Time I was, over. was that pretty dangerous to do that position? Well, yes and no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, um, point man, if he was good, he knew what to look for. Mm. That was the biggest thing, you know, you was looking for. Even though you were looking straight ahead and yeah. everyone, you glanced down on the ground every once in a while, but you, the way you were looking, and I guess God gave me a talent to yeah. see stuff that wasn't actually supposed to be there. Oh wow! Or yeah. like something just off. Something was off. Yeah. You know, it was like if you walk into say you walk into a field. Yeah. And all the grass is brown. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. You see one that's pure green. Yeah, yeah, you know something's not uh, right. Something's yeah, yeah, not right yeah. In that area right there. Yeah. Well, for some reason, I was able to pick that kind of stuff out of the place by swapping point. Yeah, and uh, I felt safer up there than I did anywhere else. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It was like you had a fifty-fifty chance if you walked into an ambush. Yeah, that they were going to let you go through. And wait for the rest of them to come through because yeah. they was looking for your leadership and your firepower, oh, which yeah. was basically in the middle of the squad. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes they'd say, "Well, okay, we won't let nobody go through." Yeah. So they would, you would be in the in what they call their kill zone. Oh. But uh, do you? Um, of course, you know. Again, you know, you watch a lot of movies, you read a lot of stories. Did you deal with a lot of landmines or like hey, they have the wire stretch across and people tripping? Yeah. Not really, but they they had their booby traps. They had their mines and stuff set up. But I was fortunate enough that I never never did run across any while I was walking point. What about that? What do they call those? The the Polo, what do they call those sticks? Bouncing Betty's? Is that the little stick? Oh, bungee sticks. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, did you run into anything like that? One time I found one one spot Uh that that was maybe... A foot and a half wide, and yeah. maybe a foot long, or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, just that if you step down in it, your your foot was going to go Jeez, in. And say, gosh, but, yeah. uh, that's the only time I ever run across anything yeah, like that. But yeah. like I said, we were up north. Yeah. We were in the mountains. Oh, okay. See. So 
You know, it was kind of rougher than it was where down in the southern sure. part, the middle of the southern part yeah. of South Vietnam, to where they could do a lot of stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, gotcha. so, we had, we had it up north. We yeah. had some up north. They was probably other units that oh. was working up in the same up in I Corps yeah. that run into that kind of stuff. But gotcha. as far as the myself, I never did. We yeah. never did run across any of it. Yeah. But, it. Um, uh, I want to ask you something. My mind just went blank on me. I had a question. You're to ask you. Um, oh, did you have to deal with a lot of rainy weather while you were there? During the monsoon season. Yeah, because only yeah. rain like. Six months out of the year. Six months out of the year, <laughs> yeah. and it would rain yeah. so hard. Yeah, that you couldn't you couldn't see a foot in front of. Wow. It. But yeah. uh, and the funny thing about it is, yeah. the sun would be shining just as bright as it could be. You're, yeah, it's wild. And yeah, raining. I never did hear thunder or see lightning. That is weird. The whole time I was there. And yeah, I, I've talked to some of the other guys I was yeah. there with, and I said, "Do you ever remember that thundering?" Yeah. I said, what about lining? He said, no. Yeah. But sometimes we'll get some of those hard rainstorms here in the summer. Yeah. And I'll look up and the sun will be shining bright. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that before. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. So. yeah. That's why. It, uh, it would rain. It would rain days upon days wow. without in. I mean, it might be not as hard as it was at one point, yeah. but it was just a constant. Just yeah. Constant drizzle, constant mist. That's just miserable, yeah. It, well, it wasn't too much you could do to stay dry. Yeah. Because yeah. you really didn't have the, you had a poncho. Yeah. If you was lucky. If you was lucky, yeah. And uh, if uh, the bunker you was in didn't fill up with water, oh, then wow. you'd have to get in. Yeah. Know, so. yeah. Gosh. But there was a few places where they had like, uh, some far bases we stayed at that uh -huh. had uh, pretty well some living quarters for us when we were there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't, wasn't nothing. It was a good bunker with, uh, yeah. you know, like some uh, wooden beds, you know, yeah. they made out of crates uh, and sure. stuff like that and had yeah. uh, some airplane matting that they took and yeah. made the floors, uh -huh. you know, up to where the water did get in it. Uh, it wasn't right up on on, on top oh, of you, but yeah. that was only for the guys that wasn't, you know, you couldn't get the whole squad in one of them. Oh, so, yeah. But normally they wasn't no more than maybe two at a time in it because yeah. the other, other guys were out on uh, guard duty or oh, work detail or yeah. whatever you had to do uh, while you were there. Yeah. And the rest of them was out on a patrol or OPs or whatever. So. Sure. You know, you didn't spend much time in them. But yeah. Still, it was damp and cold in them. So. Yeah. How many tours did you do over there? I done one. You did one, okay. Yeah. So, now how long did you stay in the military as a whole? I was in the. Uh, I was in for two years. Okay. Now, uh, did you deal? Now, that's one thing when I took a Vietnam history class. That teacher I had. He hated DuPont. He said they were the one makers of uh, Agent Orange and yeah. everything, and he he hated DuPont. He, I remember him up for talking. Did you have to deal with anything like that? Yeah, we got, they was areas that uh, got sprayed. We didn't know what it was. All we yeah. knew it was, but <clears throat> we covered up with ponchos. Oh. When, when we see one of the C-130s coming over, yeah. you know, we could see they spread something. We'd get our ponchos out and yeah. cover up with it. Yeah. Because we didn't know what it was. Yeah. And uh, after they passed over, so we'd take it off and it'd be just like a 
thick, syrupy, clear mm. stuff, you Gross. know, all the ponchos and yeah. stuff. And you just, you know, you didn't wipe it off. You just mm. shook it and hope it come off, and oh. then you drove your poncho back up, wow. whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember one area we was in, they flew over it and sprayed it. Yeah. And uh, about a week later, we came back to that same area. Yeah. It looked like somebody had dropped a million gallons of gas and oh. threw a match to it. Wow. It was just all all gone. All the vegetation was burned up and wow. burned, you know, so. Yeah. But they used it a lot up around the, the DMZ and yeah. the Biles border around there. Yeah to yeah. <clears throat> kill the foliage and stuff yeah. to get a better look at the old Indian trail. Oh. Because some of the, <clears throat> I heard stories about yeah. they when they dropped bombs that the stuff was so thick that the bombs would go off before it even penetrated the Wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah. But now, I, like I said, I heard yeah. stories, but yeah. I walked through it and on a bright day and it'd be just as pitch dark as it could be. And, in wow. some of the areas we went in. Holy the cow. The foliage was so thick that the yeah. sun, sunlight couldn't even break through it. So That's amazing. It's, yeah. It was some thick, thick stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did, uh, do you feel like it was effective, them spraying that? Do you feel like he, it was... Uh, it was effective for yeah. what they was doing, yeah. but they didn't know the effects that it was going to have later. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the Navy Admiral, I can't remember his name, yeah. that authorized the use of it. Yeah. Said that was probably one. That was one of the best, biggest mistakes he'd made oh. because his son died of aging. Oh gosh! Yeah. So, you know, you yeah. just their their test, you know, yeah. what they used it on, I guess, or however they tested. Yeah. Didn't show any effects on anything, but yeah. come to find out years later, it, it really did, and sure. some of the. <clears throat> Kids of Vietnam vets was born with birth defects, mm, and yeah. even even some of their kids. Wow, which, it's yeah. even been been said that been related to Agent Orange. Wow, so, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. it was a big time study done on it. I've had uh, three Agent Orange tests done on me. Wow, wow. and thank the good Lord, so yeah. far nothing's yeah. come back. Okay. That I've that yeah. I've got anything anything affiliated with Agent Orange yeah. and any of the diseases or anything yeah. affiliated with Praise Agent God. Orange, but yeah. Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Now, when you come back uh, from Vietnam, did you deal with a lot of hate? I know <clears> you read stories how they, the Vietnam veterans come back and they were spit on, called baby killers. Did you deal with anything like that when you come back here? On a couple occasions, I had oh, right. I had to deal with it. Yeah. But it was. Uh, I looked at it. I don't think it was. As much the people, they had, <clears throat> they were at the government, mm -hmm. and they couldn't get to the government, so they took their anger and anxiety out on us, because oh, yeah. they could get to us. Yeah, yeah. And some of it, I believe, was like that, and some yeah. of it was just flat out pure, yeah. you know, ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. I run into a couple instances of it. Sure. And, but. I don't know, it's, um, well, I don't want to say it, but it was something that I don't think any person 
should have ever had to live through the yeah. way the way we were treated. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was uh, being called a baby killer. Yeah. You know, uh, people don't realize that the NDA forced yeah. 10, 11, 12-year-old kids in their army wow. and sent them out to fight. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I looked at it, call me a baby killer if you want, but, yeah. you know, at that time, and... But if somebody's coming at you with a rifle, well, yeah, you got to defend yourself. Your life, yeah, you know, I'm not going to. Whoa, hey, wait a minute, how old are you? Yeah, really. You know, yeah. and you know, you just you got to do what you have to do to save yourself. Plus, you're, sure. you know, you got friends. You know, you don't want to see any of them die, so yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But I, I did have uh, one incident. Um, a guy asked me if I was in Vietnam, and I said, Yeah. Yeah. And he said. Did you ever have to kill anybody? Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, yeah. yeah. He said, that's murder. I said, no, yeah. that's self-defense. Exactly. And he spit on me. Oh. And I said, yeah. I looked at him and I said, I said, I just shook my head and turned around and walked uh, away. You're a better man than me. Look, I was, yeah. <clears throat> at that point in my life, yeah. I knew what I could do if I had to. Yeah. And I knew what would happen if I'd done what I was thinking about doing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, it's better to walk away sure. and let it go. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe the next time he won't be so lucky. Yeah. Maybe he'll run into somebody that... Yeah, you know, I'll drive him, yeah. You know, yeah. okay, yeah. you want to play the stupid game? Yeah. I'm going to show you how stupid I can be. Yeah. But... You know, then I had a, had another incident, and I'm not going to say what happened. Yeah. But I, a lady told me she, uh, I was introduced to her. Yeah. Said this is my godson. Uh huh. Said he's just back from Vietnam, and this lady looked at me and said, "Well, I'm glad to see one fool made it back." Wow. And I went, <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't need to be here. Yeah, yeah. And so it took me years and years and years and years yeah. to go into a place yeah. where that happened. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, I, well, I can give it away where it happened. Yeah. But uh, I'm thankful I found Fountain Life Bible Church. Oh, yeah. Well, we're glad to have you. I know that. But, we're uh, glad to have you. It took, like I said, it took me for years yeah. because my belief was if that's the way people are yeah. in the church. Yeah. I don't really need to be yeah. in the church. I just can't imagine that in a church. Yeah. I just, of yeah. all places, that's just crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah. just said I'll live the life the way I'm living and yeah. keep on trucking and yeah. you know, yeah. to whatever. Yeah. But, well, I, I thank you for your service. Well, I, I love you, brother. I, I really do. I yeah. thank you for yours yeah. also. Oh, I didn't trust me. I feel embarrassed what little bit I'd done. I made the attempt, but it got me, but well, I, you know, yeah. I meet guys like you, uh, it makes me feel embarrassed. I couldn't complete. It's yeah. More than a lot of people done. Yeah. You know, I'm not a lot of people ask Vietnam yeah. vets. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about these guys that didn't go? Yeah. I have no problem with the guys that didn't have yeah, to go. Yeah. 
ones I did have a problem with was the ones that went off to Canada and yeah. did. Yeah, that's pretty you know, cowardly. Yeah. A lot of guys that didn't go, they were didn't have to go in the military due to they might have had health problems. Yeah. You know, they were the only son. Yeah. You know, they were in they were in school and sure. they were meeting the requirements that kept them in school. Yeah. But you know, the ones that took off and went to Canada, I have yeah. uh, I have no respect for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any respect for the president that granted them to yeah. come back into here. Yeah, that, they should have been allowed. Yeah, traitors. Know, that, yeah, that's uh, you know if uh, you don't want to defend your own country, yeah, you know then go someplace to where yeah you won't have to worry about it yeah. or whatever. But I mean, you know, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of people blame the wrong people for the Vietnam War. Yeah, and you've got to read the history of. Yeah, of um, <clears throat> one of our presidents after the Korean conflict in 1953 yeah. signed an agreement with a whole lot of little countries yeah. that if communism ever tried to take you over yeah. that we would help you Yeah. but his biggest deal was he didn't put what kind of aid he yeah. said we will give you military aid Yeah. and uh, so uh, when the French left Vietnam, yeah. the, see, a lot of people don't realize the French were actually in North Vietnam. You know, I didn't realize that. Even no. all the history I've took, I didn't know. Not, they were yeah. not in South Vietnam. Oh, the I French, yeah. the the Vic, the Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. At the time when they were fighting the French, they were actually trying to drive them out of North Vietnam. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, the French were there for ten years. Wow. And the reason the Vietnamese hated the French so bad, they took the most ruthless people in the Vietnamese village, yeah. and they made them over to Vietnam. Oh. They they ruled the Vietnamese people. Wow. And they they were treated dirty. I oh. mean, by their own people. That's crazy. Yeah. And so that's how. And they finally did push them. Yeah. Into South Vietnam. Yeah. After they massacred a lot of them, yeah. and uh, the uh, figured Ho Chi Minh figured, well, why don't I just go ahead and try to unite yeah. the whole country of Vietnam, and that's yeah. what brought on that's what brought on the Vietnam conflict. Oh. Well, they call it the Vietnam War, but yeah. we never did declare a war on North Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to, for me, yeah, <clears throat> as much as, as much as I like about history and study history. Yeah. Uh, in order to declare something a war, yeah. you have to declare a war. Yeah. And that was something that was never declared. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> we used to go around calling um, Korea the Korean War. Yeah. Uh, back when I was with Rolling Thunder, uh -huh. we were doing a ceremony. Yeah. And we read off the, how many missing people of, of each yeah. war or conflict yeah. was. And uh, the guy read off the, and the and the Korean War. Yeah. After he was over with, I had a Korean veteran come up to me. Yeah. He said, sir, said, I don't know where you got your information yeah. from. But said, that wasn't a war, so that was a conflict. Oh, will, no. will, yeah. will, will you please yeah. change your word? Yeah. I oh, said, yeah. I will take care of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And from then on, yeah. that's what we referred to. Oh. The, Korean War as, yeah. as a conflict. Yeah. 
Vietnam War was more of a police action, I, I oh, want to say. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you know, people's got their own concept of what they want to call it, but sure. I, don't, I don't call it a war. Yeah. We want to okay. fight to save a country from communism. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, like I said, we we left them on their own. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could. But that's that's a different story for somebody else to yeah. tell. I, well, I know during the Korean War, my grandfather, my dad's dad, uh, he was in Vienna, uh, Austria, yeah. and he said at that time, he said they, he remember walking into some big hall, and he said there was still big uh, things of Hitler, pictures oh, yeah. of Hitler and Stalin and all that, even at that time. I was yeah. crazy. But he was talking about um, people running to Canada. I remember my dad talking about he people that uh, would they'd have their girlfriends bust Coke bottles across their knees and ball bat stuff so they wouldn't have to go, you know. I mean, sometimes they do it, they still have to go, you know. <laughs> well, I'll tell yeah. you a funny little story. Yeah, yeah. A rumor went around yeah. in Vietnam that if you lost your trigger finger, oh. you'd go back to the rear. Oh, but, you no. you know, you yeah. would stay. Yeah. You, you know, you yeah. would pull the rest of your tour back yeah. to the rear doing yeah. something. <clears throat> oh, we had this one kid. Oh, I can no. tell you some funny stories yeah. about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you his nationality. Yeah. Or his or yeah. <laughs> but we were out in the field. Yeah. And some guys was talking about, you know, hey, did you hear the rumor going around that yeah. if you lost your trigger finger, you yeah. got sent back to the rear? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, no. So we, a couple of days later, we were we were sitting around and we got to noticing this guy. He'd take his entrenching tool. Yeah. One side you could use like an axe and oh. the other side was like a saw. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the new, the new versions. Yeah. And, uh, so <laughs> we was watching him. He would open it up, put his hand oh, up on, no. on the log. Oh no! Then he'd close it up and take he'd yeah. take his hand off log yeah. and close it up. Eventually, he opened it up. We watched him. Yeah. He laid that finger <sighs> up on the log. Oh, he didn't. And whack! Oh, god dang! Yeah. Well. <laughs> He should have thought yeah. and looked before he done it. Oh, no. Because her platoon sergeant and her platoon leader yeah. were standing less than five feet behind him when he done oh. it. Yeah. They hollered, Corman up. Yeah. Platoon sergeant grabbed his finger. The medic stuck it on there and stitched it back. Oh. They sent him to the rear. Yeah. And uh, sorry, they uh, <laughs> looked at it, told him, yeah. said, "You will be back." Oh no! <laughs> so yeah. he chopped off his. I mean, yeah. he, they, for some reason, it they sewed it up and bandaged it up and done done something to yeah. it, but to keep him from yeah. you know losing his finger. But we had An idiots. Yeah, <laughs> we had guys. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, it was not a. Nice environment to live in. Yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, you had uh, rats and everything running around, especially if you was on a, at a certain place for yeah. a length of time, especially yeah. a far base. Yeah. And how the rats got out there, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they, they were big. Oh, they gosh. were dwarf rats. Oh gosh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen them that. Bigger than some little dogs we got. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys got to 
hearing that if you got bit by one, you'd go back to the rear. Yeah. And so for so many days. So they started taking their P-38. Yeah. That was a little can opener we carried. Yeah. And they would get on their arm and or their leg or yeah. something, and they would scratch like two holes in their arm. Oh, man, they have been bit. They, yeah. Bit, bit about right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it didn't take but two of them to, in our, our unit, it come yeah. to a cease. Oh. They got back, and that's when they was giving you the shots in the stomach. Oh, they, gosh. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see that into so, that real quick. Yeah. So them guys got back and oh, well, yeah, you yeah. know, so they get to the aid station. Yeah. They come back and they tell these guys that. They tell these guys, said, hey, man, you don't want to do that. I said, yeah. why? said, well, for 10 days. Yeah. said, we had to go get shots in the stomach. Oh, he said, they stick that needle at me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. the guy said, you're kidding. He said, no, we're not kidding yeah. So that cut out the... Yeah, see, that bike. cut that real quick. You know, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, yeah. we had fun. Yeah. We laughed sure. with each other. We cried with each other. Yeah. I was still in contact with uh, six guys that I served with. Oh, over wow. There. We, were all, yeah. we were all there at the same time. Yeah. We were in the same squad. Yeah. We were in the same platoon. Yeah. And I stay in touch with them. I ever... Every month I call, I call all of them, or they call me. We yeah. just send emails back and forth okay. to each other. That's great. Check on each other, keep each other, you know. Yeah. And stuff just to see how, how we're going. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's um, it's a bond. And I'll say this about yeah. the Vietnam veterans. Yeah. There's a bond between us, no matter sure. what branch of service you was in. Yeah. If you served in Vietnam. You belong to a brotherhood like there was never sure. another brotherhood yeah. ever in this world. Yeah. It's like we welcomed ourselves home. Yeah. Because nobody yeah. else did. Yeah. So we welcomed ourselves yeah. home. You know, and I don't understand that. I mean, but, uh, I understand you talking about the propaganda and the things that put the fake news. But, you know, but the fact is, you were fighting. For us, I mean, you were fine. I mean, it's just the way I was raised. I don't understand the ad. I mean, I know the '60s was a, you know, turbulent time and things were weird and crazy then. But still, I mean, I just don't understand how they could look at you, you men and women mm -hmm. who who done what you to in a negative light. I well, that blows my I mind. I think a lot of it yeah. had to do with uh, we lost. They said we lost the war. The yeah. VFW didn't even want us to join the VFW. Wow, I never knew that. Yes. Wow. They didn't. They didn't want us. Wow, that's amazing. And, Finally, after years, yeah, and uh, like I said, this is one of the rumors that was flying around. Yeah, that you know, it's like World War II veterans. There's yeah. not that many of them left yeah. anymore. You know, and really, it's over the years. There's not that many Korean veterans left. Yeah. And years later on down the road, there's not going to be that many Vietnam veterans sure. left. Yeah. So you know, you start losing your membership. Mm -hmm. So they figured, hey, you know. Yeah, yeah we better do something. We, we ain't nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of opened up their. Yeah. And uh, I never did uh, want to join VFW. But yeah. one reason is later, I did for a little while. And then they, when Jane Fonda made her, oh, I'm sorry, speech, some of the VFWs forgive her. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, I'm. Yeah. I, I just can't see myself yeah. 
have given that woman for yeah. what she done. Yeah. No, she should have been hunting for treason, as far and, as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's uh, the old saying goes, that's between her and God when yeah. her day comes. Yeah. yeah. Now, she's so, an evil, wicked person. But, do you do you think now this this I'm just asking, uh with of course there's so many years has went by, do you think it's possible for any POW to still be alive at this point? If there was any still left? I mean, now they always mm -hmm. said there might have been some still left. Do you think it's possible for any to be alive at this time? I doubt it. Yeah. But there's that possibility. Sure. sure. Now, I don't know. If you ever heard of it or not, but they did have the uh, GIs crossover. Oh, you yeah. know, and uh, <clears throat> go into North Vietnam, gives themselves up to the North Vietnam. Oh, yeah. and, uh, whether they fought for the Vietnamese or not, it's another story. Yeah. Now. Some of those guys, you know, they could be alive, sure. or they could have been killed just like. Yeah. Some of the other guys that got captured and stuff, yeah. you, you can't never tell. Sure. There was rumors going around that if you ever, we even got it up where we was at. Yeah. Uh, rumor was going around that if you ever got in a far fight or made contact with any NDA, look for red bandanas. Uh -huh. uh, the red bandanas signified that you was an American fighting with the NDA, and that's how they could tell he was on their side. Oh. Wow. So, <clears throat> every time that we did get hit or in a little skirmish with something, the first thing, I mean, you were shooting, but yeah. you were also, really, you didn't have to look at your target. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you were, while you were firing, you were looking to see if there was a, a red bandana within the, yeah. and if you spotted one, yeah. that's where you concentrated all your firepower. Oh, you, gosh, you, yeah. wanted, you wanted rid of that guy. Yeah. You know, but, that was the rumors that yeah. was going around. And Why do you think that anybody would, would even consider going to the other side? Well, do they feel like they would be protected and not have to find? We used to, we yeah. used to pick up a Noah Hannah uh -huh. on her radio at mm -hmm. night and flip the switch, you know, and bring her in. They yeah. played some decent music. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting there in yeah. the middle of nowhere at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, twiddling your thumbs, and all yeah. of a sudden you start flipping the radio dials and, on your prick seventy seven or prick twenty five, yeah, you know to bring in bring in something see what you can pick up. And yeah, all of a sudden you're the are playing songs from the states, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And here's an old Hannah talking about what they're going to do, and if you if you defect to other side, we'll give you this, we'll give you this, oh. and we'll give you this. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's possible possibility that some guys read into it, you know, yeah. and said, hey, you know, that's not bad. Yeah. You know, so, lickety split, you know, sure. I So, yeah. but, like I said, uh, you, you can't ever tell they, they yeah. could be. Sure. But we really have no way of knowing. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, North Vietnamese, uh, Not being trustworthy, I'll put it. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They weren't exactly known for their honesty and integrity, right. were they? Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, it's like, like our government during during that time. Our, yeah. our, our government was not really honest with the American people. Yeah. And they wasn't honest with us. Sure. You know, and uh, it's just, I believe if they had told the American people the truth, yeah. that we wouldn't uh, been treated the way we were when we yeah. come home. 
When you come back, what did you what did you do? What did you where did you work, or what did you decide to do when you came back? I went back to work at the uh, Main Box. Uh huh. Right. Worked there for a while, and then yeah. I left and messed around and done this network. Yeah, did. yeah, good deal. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, I pre thank you again for your service, and I thank you for coming and willing to do this interview uh, this morning. Well, and uh, appreciate I you. you for, I thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And, uh, Let me tell what little bit yeah. that I did have, have yeah. to say. Please do. Yeah. And uh, for all my Vietnam brothers and sisters yeah. out there, yeah. I want to welcome you home. I'm not going to say Happy Veterans Day because there's really nothing happy about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it brings back a lot of a lot of memories for us and stuff that we we've done over the years. So if you see a veteran, just go go thank you. Yeah. Don't wish him a happy day or nothing. Yeah. It's the way with Memorial Day. Yeah. People want to say happy Memorial Day. Yeah. It's not a happy time. No. We're celebrating the death of some brave men. Exactly. And guys that are still alive, if you go up and say it to him, it could bring back some memories yeah. of friends that he's seen that died or yeah. have passed away since then. So <laughs> there's nothing happy about either one of them. Yeah. And so just keep that in mind. Yeah. If you do see a veteran, Thank you for your service. Thank you for saying. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, there's nothing more frustrating than people confused Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. That's so aggravating, you know. It is. It really is. And uh, and I'm glad you, you said that. And like you, thank you for all the Vietnam veterans, for what they've done. Welcome home, and thank you for what you've done. And uh, thank you, and uh, Chuck. And uh, uh, we do need to recognize all of our veterans. But I, and like I said, there's so many that still deal with PTSD and so oh, yeah. many that – you know, I just I was, I was talking to uh, Josh Hall last week, and you know he lost his leg, and and uh, you know it just all it takes is a smell, a, a, a sound, something that could take them right that back yep. that quick. And I, so, yeah. I was talking yeah. to a friend of mine the other day, and yeah. he's a Vietnam vet, yeah. and we were we were just talking, and he said, Chuck, said how many times you been back to Vietnam? Oh wow! I said I went there last night. Wow! Yeah. He said. I thought I'd seen you go. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it, yeah, you know, we you can, can crack a joke. That's about good it, that you can. Yeah, it, you know it is. It's yeah. it's not every night. Yeah, you'll lay down and yeah. go to sleep and sure. and have a sound sleep. Yeah. you know, some nights I have dreams yeah. and I got to get up. Yeah. and then I might go a month or longer and yeah. nothing. But like you said, yeah. there's that one day, yeah. one sound. A name or something, you know, to just pop. And, yeah. You know, so you go back in there and you lay down that night, and yeah. all of a sudden, you know, sure, you're, you're back. Yeah. So, but it's it's something that uh, I don't care what medical people say. Yeah. Uh, they'll never get rid of. You'll never find a cure for PTSD. No. Well, even in the right, you know, of course, I have my masters of counseling and in my uh in those studies uh they even showed that it's literally a trauma to the brain you know yeah. it's not you know you see physical trauma but that is literally an unseen trauma and that's and so that is that is actually a physical condition and yeah. so that's like i said it's it, it the only thing that's going to get you through it obviously is the lord and having yeah. to endure and yeah. overcome that yeah. but it's something you will have to live with the rest of your life that's well, the tough thing a lot of people yeah. think that's just uh 
PTSD is just something yeah. that military people suffer with. Yeah, oh no, rape victims and everything. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. just, you know, that's something that other yeah. people really got to think about, yeah. you know, about other people, you yeah. know, that they know that yeah. something's happened to them and stuff. Yeah. You just have to kind of be careful what you say and exactly. how you talk around yeah. people, especially veterans, yeah. you know. But yeah. you get around a bunch of veterans and you think it's funny to get behind them and holler oh. incoming or something like that. Yeah. Or, but uh, that ain't good. It's just, yeah. I had a kid one time. I hadn't been home 10 days. Yeah. He come home. He come up behind me and throw down a pack of park crackers. Oh well. gosh! If I'd have caught him, I would have beat that little sucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lord, it's just yeah. you know, I I still get jumpy if a car backfires. Well, that's me, but, yeah, it's know, natural. It's just, yeah, but I really enjoyed you being out here. I'm glad yeah. you invited me. Yes, sir. And uh, good Lord's will. Creek don't rise and yeah. shoestrings don't yeah. break, as we say. <laughs> yeah. And I'll see you Sunday morning at church. Well, sounds good. Well, is it all right if I close in prayer? Sure. All right. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for our brother in Christ, Chuck. Lord, uh, thank you for bringing him home safely. And uh, Lord, thank you for the blessing him and his wife are. And Lord, I just pray to you. I just want to lift him up to you, Lord, and that you will uh, always be with him, that you lead God, which will protect him and his family, put a holy hedge about him. Be with his health, Lord Jesus. Take away the pain or discomfort he may have to experience and go through and just uh, put your mighty hands upon him and heal him and guide him and strengthen him in all that he says and does, Lord. And uh, Lord, just thank you for, for what he has done for our country. And Lord, we just praise you for him. And he is a wonderful blessing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Mr. Richardson, for coming. We appreciate you. Well, like I said, I, I thank you for inviting me, but uh, there's more people out there that you probably know that could have 